0: Welcome to National Parks for Kids, the podcast made for kids and families wanting a little more information about the national parks. I'm Jamie and I'm Brant. Together we will be making a podcast for each of the national parks. Brant had this idea to make the podcast while exploring the national parks of Colorado to share information
1: and some of our favorite things to
0: do in each park. Come adventure with us. An adventure with us! Welcome! The park we are going to be exploring today is... Zion National Park in Utah! Zion is the fifth most visited national park. Famous for some beautiful and challenging hikes. The park ranges in elevation from 4,000 feet, or 1,220 meters, to 8,726 feet, or... 2,660 meters.
1: The park is 229 square miles.
0: The park has a semi-arid or dry climate and experiences hot summers and cool winters.
1: The best time to visit Zion National Park is in the spring and in the
0: fall. The temperatures are cooler than the hot summer and warmer than the cool winter and the crowds are less.
1: The crowds were crazy when we were
0: there. We went two days before Thanksgiving and had a very different experience than my first time visiting the park.
1: To get to the popular hikes, you need to take a shuttle.
0: The shuttle, the Zion Canyon Line, runs from Zion Canyon Visitor Center to destinations including the Zion Lodge and trailheads for hikes to Angels Landing, Emerald Pools, West Rim Trail, and the Narrows.
1: Make sure you get really early there if you want to get on the shuttles to get the cool hikes.
0: Definitely get there by 7 a.m. or before to have a more peaceful experience. It is what we planned on doing, but slept in that day due to a long day at Bryce Canyon and Capitol Reef National Park the day before.
1: We got there at 10 a.m. And the line for the shuttle was two hours long.
0: There were thousands of people that day.
1: It reminded me of Disneyland
0: rides. I think I will nickname Zion the Disneyland of the national parks.
1: We decided to not wait in the shuttle line.
0: Yes, we'll go back another time to do some of the other hikes.
1: What we de- did see, that was beautiful.
0: We came in from the east entrance from Bryce Canyon, and the drive is gorgeous and stunning. We
1: walked along the river and did the Junior Ranger Program.
0: Can you tell our listeners what you learned about at the Junior Ranger Program? Condors, the largest flying bird in North America! We talked quite a bit about condors in our Grand Canyon episode, but if you're lucky enough to spot one of these magnificent birds, you will never forget.
1: There's a nest in here in the
0: park. They had a chick last year.
1: Their nest is way up in a large cave. The ranger said it's like an apartment.
0: They are federally protected, and their numbers declined due to lead poisoning from bullets, was from hunting. We learned that if you hunt, then it's safer for wildlife and you to switch to copper bullets.
1: Another bird to look for is the peregrine falcon.
0: What's your favorite fact about the peregrine falcon?
1: They can fly 240 miles per hour.
0: Their most famous hunting technique is the dive. They use their speed and surprise their prey, knocking other birds out of the sky with their feet.
1: Hey mom, I have a joke for you.
0: Okay, I can't wait. Would you call two happy peregrine falcons? Two happy peregrine falcons? (laughs) I don't know. What?
1: A pair of grins.
0: Oh, I get it. Like a pair is two and grinning is smiling. A pair of grins, two smiling, happy peregrine falcons.
1: Let's talk about other wildlife in the park.
0: Good idea. Do you remember what other animals call Zion home? Bighorn sheep. Desert bighorn sheep are perfectly adapted to survive the hot, dry deserts they call home. In the spring, bighorn can go many days without drinking water, metabolizing just enough moisture from the vegetation that they eat. In dry times of the year, they drink more frequently, relying on water-filled potholes and springs to survive.
1: The most common mammals to see are mule deer, foxes, bats, big horse sheep, and rock roe.
0: Characteristics of mammals are that they give birth to live young, they can produce milk to nurse them, and that they have hair or fur that help keep them warm. Many of the mammals in Zion are nocturnal. That means they're awake at night, like the ring-tailed cats. The ring-tailed cats are pretty adorable. They look like a cross between a raccoon and a cat. The
1: rangers say they're really smart, and they crawl into their office and steal snacks.
0: Even though many of Zion's mammals are nocturnal and rarely seen, once day breaks and you head out on the trails, make sure to look for evidence of their nightly adventures. You may find tracks, especially near water. Or a scat, they're Many animals tend to use the same trails we do and are known to indiscreetly leave behind their scat and tracks. So make sure you stop, rest, and see if you can figure out who was prowling the trails in the darkness.
1: There are also 291 species of birds,
0: 37 species of reptiles and amphibians,
1: and 8 species of fish.
0: Animals in Zion have to be masters in the art of avoiding the desert heat. Many animals live in burrows or dens in the heat of the day, or choose to be nocturnal and use the night to live upon the landscape in cooler temperatures.
1: Hey mom, I have another joke for you.
0: Let's hear it.
1: What is a nocturnal animal's favorite subject in school?
0: Ooh, nocturnal animals? Hmm, favorite subject in school? I don't know what. Ow algebra.
1: Like a owl mom?
0: Oh, I get it. It's algebra, like the math class that you take in high school, but it's algebra. Good one, Brant.
1: Let's talk about the history of Zion National Park.
0: Good idea. About 7,000 years ago, nomadic or traveling Indian groups visited the area. Then, the Pueblin and Fremont Indian groups settled into the area. And then they migrated out and the Paiute tribes moved in. 700 years later, in the 1800s, European settlers, Mormon pioneers, settled in the area. The Mormons named the area Zion, which means sanctuary in Hebrew. Few outsiders visited until 1908 when a federal or government land survey took place and they exposed the area to the public. The park was later established in 1919, and it grew in size by adding land until 1956. The Kolob Canyon area was added last. And has one of the largest free-sanded arches in the world. The Kolob Arch spans 287 feet, making it the second largest arch next to the landscape arch in Arches National Park. It is a
1: rebuilt section of the park. You also have to hike seven miles
0: each way to see it. The park features some amazing hiking trails. Some of the kid-friendly hikes we were going to do were the Riverside Walk, which is a 2.2-mile round-trip hike along the river that is suitable for visitors of all ages and abilities.
1: The most pool hike is 1.2 miles round-trip, and it takes you to pools and waterfalls.
0: And Hidden Canyon is a 2.9-mile round trip that takes you through a canyon with stunning views. Since we didn't get to go up the canyon this time in hike, we invited some of our first podcast guests on.
1: We want them to share their experience on the podcast.
0: They're going to share some information about some of the more popular, challenging, and famous hikes. So today we have two very special guests with us. Matt... Your uncle and his Canadian partner, Lisa. And Brent has some questions for them. What
1: time of year did you visit Matt and Lisa? We visited in July of last year.
2: And I've also been in mid-September as well.
1: Do you think that was a good time to visit the park, Matt and Lisa?
3: I think July was a good time to visit the Narrows because it was really hot outside and the water was very cold.
2: I've enjoyed it every time I've visited, but September was great because the crowds were less um, and the water was a little bit warmer.
1: What kind of hikes did you do when you visited Zion, Matty, Lisa?
2: We did the Narrows Hike, which took us about three hours to go two miles each way. We also did the Upper and Lower Emerald Pools Hike, which took about two hours, and it was a beautiful place to see a lot of waterfalls. And then we also did a short hike to the Weeping Rock.
0: Lisa, can
3: you tell us a little bit about the Narrows Hike? So the Narrows Hike is a 16-mile hike. We only did a portion of it because we found it to be pretty difficult uh, navigating our way through the riverbed. So in the beginning, it's kind of a small pool. There's lots of people hanging out there. Uh, It's a nice place to start off, especially if you have young kids. But soon after that, you'll find that kids are uh, not going to make it past a certain point because we got in maybe a half mile and the water went right up to our chests and we had to hold our backpacks above our head, which was kind of an interesting experience uh, to get ourselves all wet in the beginning, which was nice too because it was hot out. Once we get past that point, we're able to walk um, over the riverbed while the water's flowing. And then you can also go up on the side um, where there's just some rocks and kind of catch your breath a little bit too. Uh, And then you just keep walking through, getting through the canyon, Uh, further and further down you're just kind of weaving through the narrows in the canyon and uh, it's getting to be smaller uh, and smaller as you go along, which was pretty cool to see.
1: What do you need to hike the narrows, Lisa?
3: So you absolutely need a walking stick if you're a little unsure of your footing. So I was hiking with hiking boots, uh, my own hiking boots, but I found with a walking stick, it gave me the extra support that I needed as I was walking over the beds. They are a bit hard to navigate if you're a bit unsure on your feet, uh, so that was very necessary. If I were to do it over again, I would definitely probably rent some neoprene boots uh, so that I wouldn't have to sacrifice my hiking boots that were pretty sopping wet for the next few days after while they dried out.
1: Hey Matt Lisa, what do you think your favorite part would be about Zion National Park.
3: So my favorite part about Zion is just taking a moment and looking at the stunning views of the Red Rocks and the canyon. It was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, So definitely put it at the top of your list if you want to see some awesome sights. And the other part I really enjoyed was finishing the Narrows because it was very, very challenging for me. So I loved feeling accomplished at the end of uh, finishing that. A little, little bit of a grueling hike.
2: I really enjoy that you can do the entire park in one day and get a really good feel for it, um, but you can also go back and revisit hikes later, or down the line you can go and do the narrows completely, the full 16 miles. So,
1: What's your favorite national park that you've been to, Mad Lisa?
2: Of the 42 that I've been to, White Sands National Park in New Mexico is my favorite, and I think it would be very family friendly can bring the whole family and even the dog too
1: that sounds friendly we went to that national park too matt
3: i love this question i've also been to quite a few not as many as matt but i absolutely love grand tetons it was just so beautiful looking at the mountains and watching the sunset i'd absolutely love to go back and do a lot more longer hikes the next time
0: i agree lisa Thank you guys so much for visiting us. This was really fun. You guys did good for your first podcast. What do you think, Brant? Yeah.
2: Thanks Thanks for for having having us. us. Keep adventuring.
0: We really enjoyed having a guest. Before we sign off, we have one last fact to share with you about Zion.
1: The last fact is Zion has a really long tunnel where you, you can drive through and it, like nobody can hold their breath through it.
0: No way, daddy tried. The road that connects Zion to other national parks like Bryce and Grand Canyon has a 1.1 mile long tunnel that cuts through the towering sandstone cliffs of Zion, providing drivers with stunning views of the canyon and its surroundings.
1: The tunnel has windows.
0: Today, the Zion Mount Carmel Highway and tunnel remain one of the most popular attractions in Zion National Park. It provides visitors with awe-inspiring experience as they travel through the heart of the park.
1: Definitely do the drive if you
0: have time. I agree. Thanks for joining us as we explored and learned about Zion.
1: Thank you. Don't forget to do your Junior Ranger book.
0: Thank you for joining us on National Parks for Kids, the podcast. We hope you learned some cool stuff. Join us next time. If you want to see more of our adventures, follow us on Instagram at National Parks for Kids. Check out our YouTube channel, National Parks for Kids. You can follow along and see pictures and videos of our trips to the national parks.
1: Thanks for listening. Have fun adventuring.